But he goes, that's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. That's the that's how the original fully done. Yeah, that's my imitation of the full uh, of the actual audio. But uh, yeah, should we have a listen? Let's give it a shot. Yeah. Listeners, welcome back to the tunes of Doctor Delight. With enough said there. I'm Nicola Volpi. This is the Lost in Postulation podcast. And I am joined today, as usual, by somebody who hotel chains around the world are after. And if they could sue, they would. It's Neil Fitzpatrick. I really incriminated myself very badly last time. I, yeah. Feedback wasn't great either. Oh, really? Yeah. Did we get some? Yeah, uh, and environmental standards. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. I did say I, at the top of that whole segment, I was like, "Now nah, this is a slightly non-ethical life hack, you know? You did, you did. I did say that. That doesn't really excuse it, though, does it? Yeah. You know, that's kind of, when you commit a crime and, you know, afterwards you say it's unethical, I don't think that really That is true. It. They don't, no, no court. It's a bit like pleading guilty, like, exactly. okay, yes, yeah. you've pled guilty, guilty charged. but... Yeah. yeah. No, that's fair. That's fair. Is, is it any consolation to say that I haven't done that any time recently? This was like early career, you know, uh, first time business traveling abroad kind of time. I think it's plenty of consolation also because yeah. now if we get into the morality of it, maybe mm. it's not so unethical. Let me tell you why. Oof. So uh, listeners, they've not only reached out and said, ah, you know, running the, the shower hot for an hour in a hotel to get your shirt steam might not be the best thing for the environment. Granted, but many of them have also said, oh, I'm definitely guilty of having done that a few times. Yes. So now it comes back to our discussion about steamers versus irons. Mm-hmm. If the hotel had put an iron in your room with an ironing board, that would take less than an hour. And you'd probably do that instead of running the hot water. I was highly tempted to make that argument. But then I thought that does that possibly fall under what's called broken window fallacy? I think that and I've mm. seen broken window fallacy trotted out for many things. So it may not be correct in this case, but it's the sociological concept of when something is already bad, people can justify bad behavior because their surroundings are already bad, right? And mm. the reason it's called broken window fallacy is because if there's a real derelict old building with loads of broken windows, uh, people don't feel bad about, you know, graffitiing it or just or breaking another or breaking window more. Yeah, exactly. And in this scenario, mm. it's probably not totally okay for me to say like well you know if they gave me an iron i wouldn't have committed so many crimes you know, or you know like right it's like right. I'm, I'm putting responsibility for the for the misdeed on somebody else when actually it's fully on myself and it's not it's not as if they don't have an iron board it's just that i have to go down to reception and ask for it right. you know so in I suppose, some because they some. now they offer you the steamer instead of the iron uh, yeah mm, don't love that either exactly. yeah so i'm i like whoever whichever listeners have uh, have both confessed so we're going down together as a <laughs> as a Rico uh, predicate, which is great, uh, and I like the the sympathy here for my actions based upon you know lack of availability of an iron. However, however, I think I'm willing to say that I'm going to try and avoid doing that wherever possible. However, where necessary, I will probably still do it. To be clear, that sounds like a cousin Greg type of uh, cryptic explanation. <laughs> yeah, it's me, me and before the Senate. If it is to be said, so it be. So, so it, it be. so it is. If it so pleases. If it please the court. Well, there you go. 
if uh, there's probably some listeners who don't know what the hell we're talking about any who didn't listen to last episode so hey if you're intrigued why not head back to the start of last week's episode where you'll hear all about what we just talked about exactly we can't do your work for you while you're there listeners you know you're listening to us right now in your podcast app pop in give us a rating a review really helps to grow the podcast it sure does we love those and we love your feedback postulations and otherwise so please do continue with those you can reach us at at impostulation on twitter.com that is where you'll find us and you can email us at lostimpostulation at gmail.com not anything else like i threw out uh carelessly last week exactly exactly and one at right so it's not at lost impostulation at gmail.com that's true it's just lost impostulation right. at gmail.com, at gmail.com not right. to be confused with at impostulation on twitter specifically right exactly there you go. all cleared up exactly yeah clear as just mud. to confuse you even further listeners exactly. just send in all your postulations <laughs> please somewhere there is also neil fitzpatrick's private twitter where he loves to receive feedback if you can find it then you're by all means <laughs> then you're golden let me know where it is if you find it because i don't i don't know so neil I wanted to start things off with our mundane postulation as usual. I wanted to inquire about something with you. Mm-hmm. How many times on a Friday night or a Saturday night after dinner, you're sitting on the couch with Yura, you're eager to watch a film together. Mm-hmm. It's still a bit early in the evening, so there's a good chance you'll get through the whole two-hour film. Mm. And you start searching. You start oh, searching through oh. Netflix maybe HBO, here, there, all the streamings. You say, oh, this one could be okay. Let's still look a little more. And an hour and a half later, you haven't watched anything and you're going to bed without having seen a movie. Mm -hmm. Sound familiar? Sounds sadly all too familiar, actually. It's horrible, isn't it? The Netflix death loop of selection, I'm going to dub it. Exactly. I think there's like the, yeah, what is it? the problem of choice or like the 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 downside of choice i suppose mm-hmm. and netflix even tried to address this recently i don't know if you saw that but there is a, a function on netflix at least on our tv there's a function which is like you you choose netflix just you just show me something yeah it's like a shuffle yeah. on spotify yeah. or something look you did basically yeah. now the only thing i don't like about it is that it picks single episodes from series and it just drops you in the middle of, of like parks and rec season three or something you know so it, it and it has no problem doing that and it doesn't see anything wrong with that now i know parks and rec and, and shows like it are like brooklyn 99 or whatever six community right? yeah. yeah it's like doesn't really matter but i would hate to be thrown into something in the middle of season three and be like oh this is good actually mm. and then have to go back to season one and like work my way up again you know yeah. so good but then it doesn't really do it for movies i don't think this, no it doesn't do it for movies yeah. and that function it could be good if Netflix's recommendation algorithm was half decent, hmm. which it's which it's not. I don't think it's improved since 2013, 2014. Yeah. At one point, I actually went through, I rated like everything I watched for hmm. a couple of years, still horrible recommendations, which yeah. actually have gotten worse because they're so trigger happy on pushing their own content. Which right? is terrible. Pretty, which is terrible. Pretty broadly speaking. It's all volume. Yeah. I've also found myself getting a bit insulted by Netflix recently because sometimes there's they put up stuff that I actually do want to watch or have an interest in mm-hmm. and they go, nah, you're not going to like that. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, I would like it though. And they're like, nah, 40% match. You're, nah, it's not for you, buddy. And it's like, it, and it's something like a real interesting, you know, historical documentary or something, you know. Oh, and man. I'm like, oh, cool, let's have a look. And it's specifically is like... Nah, you're you're more into uh, stupid stuff. You know, don't worry about this. So I, I find that quite insulting, actually. Yeah, yeah, I bet you do. I bet you do, and it yeah. is. But yeah, it's really... It led me to thinking the other day that sometimes... Now, I'm a cord cutter. You're a cord cutter. Most people listening to this are probably cord cutters, streaming mm. subscriptions left and right, exactly. rotating them, free trials, whatever. But it 
I kind of started to miss just turning on the TV, yeah. flipping channels, and landing on, oh, yeah, this this part in the movie's good coming up. I'm going to stick yeah. into it. Totally. And actually, some of the funnest watching we've had in the past year has been like in a hotel where you just turn on whatever. Mm -hmm. We were in a hotel in Lithuania and we just turned on the TV and there was like Love Island something or Paradise Hotel yeah. or something like that. And two good things about that. One, it's like so dumb, you would never actually choose to watch it. Or at least I, I wouldn't. Right. But then it's on and you're like, oh, it is actually kind of no. compelling in a, in a kind of a car crash, yeah. can't look away kind yeah. of way. Uh, but then also it's riddled with ads. Like there's ads every five, 10 minutes, it feels like, right. which is good because every time the ads come on, you mute the TV and you kind of are back to talking again. So right. you don't actually have the downside of movies, which is that you're locked in and shutting up, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like how the movies, like going to the cinema is actually a terrible date idea, especially in early relationships. Yeah. Because it's like the one thing you can do together where you will specifically not learn anything about each other until at least until, at least until after <laughs> that's you know? true but it's such a classic first date thing to do it's so strange i guess it's because people are anxious to not to run out of stuff to talk about so mm. it's like well we might as well sit in silence for two hours no. but and no. squirm in your seat trying yeah. not to make too much noise as you do you know exactly, like super yeah. awkward actually. waiting for explosions to open the haribo that's my uh, top yeah. thing <laughs> haribo is so loud and like as soon as the like if you're watching james bond you're like well there's going to be an explosion soon and once that explosion comes it's get it open. well and you know we've been to enough uh, films together to know mm. that how annoying it is my rustling of my maltesers within my popcorn exactly. to you know mix them up nice and good like yeah 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 you gotta but, do that early on i mean yeah, that's that's you a gotta shake it a bit as well yeah, and you yeah. can't just shake the bucket during a super dramatic like musicless scene right true there should be some sort of automation for that i feel like this the cinema mm. should offer do you want us to uh dis mix. distribute your maltesers in your popcorn you know just save everyone the house i might pay for that I'd be up for that. I mean, I already pay a lot for the popcorn, but... You're you paying know. like a 50% markup on everything yeah. regardless. So yeah, what's a little more? Yeah. yeah. But in terms of... Um, I also, whenever I'm in a hotel, I'm turning on the TV yeah. before going to bed. Just it, see. It's kind of novelty, right? It's mm. like flip through channels. If you're in a different country, you're like, oh, let's see what they talk about on the news here. Yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. Ends up being the same stuff. Even, just in even, another even. Sorry, I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> only assure Even just the vibe, because German TV is so weird. Oh, I was man. in Yeah, I was in Germany and it was all e-shopping or, you know, online yeah, tele sales. Yeah. Stuff, and it's in-person tele sales and they're just pitching these products for like two hours at a time. Anyway, sorry, that was a mind blower, which I would never have seen had I not stayed in, you know, a place with a TV in exactly. Germany. Exactly. Anyway, Hotel. Yeah. yeah. But sorry, sorry, sorry. Totally jumped in there. <laughs> I love it. I love so, it. So what I did was what are some hacks to get out of the Netflix death trap to mm -hmm. make it, you know, to actually get to a movie? There is a site called Netflixcodes.com mm -hmm. along those lines. Uh -huh. So basically every category, subcategory, sub subcategory on Netflix has a numeric code oh. which you can actually search in the search bar on Netflix Whoa. and you can come up with like, you know, Indian Westerns. Yeah. And then just have that. Or like right. witty, offbeat, TV, award-winning, exactly. like whatever yeah. degree of detail you want, right? And it's on the code, right? Wow. So it's not based on your search terms nice. and then having kind of what's like that. It's really strict to that code, okay, which gets good. quite specific. Yeah. So if you have that kind of idea of the type of movie you want to watch, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. go get those codes on that website, plug it in, yeah. and at least you've narrowed down your choice to 10 things. That's good. Yeah. That, that really makes me think, though, Netflix needs to make like a quick decision tree, like interface, where it's like film or TV, film, happy or sad, happy, long or short, long, you know, and you can kind of do that. And then like, right, here you go, because they don't even have that really. No, no, exactly. It's all random. There's been, I'm not going to take credit for this. I read about this, people recommending this to Netflix, mm. a Tinder-like app mm. for couples. Yeah. So for 
you and your girlfriend, me mm. and my wife, for mm-hmm. example, that mm-hmm. while you're at work during the day on that Friday, ah, so you come ready, free. you're both swiping throughout Ooh. the day on movies Interesting. until you get the match, and then that's what you watch. I like it 99% of the way. Mm. And the only issue I find is that I, I find there's a big difference if you ask someone what they want to watch at 12 p.m., like at lunchtime, and then when they actually get home and they're tired and they've had, you know, a long day, and then their whole opinion might have changed. Like, actually, I know I said I wanted to watch the extended cut of Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, but now I'm really just more into uh, Dumbo on on Disney Plus. You know, just something completely, you know, less uh, less effort. So I guess maybe you would have it. It doesn't stop once there's a match. Mm, Just builds a list. You build a list of matches uh, throughout the day, and then uh, you can choose from that, maybe. That sounds more like it. Netflix Netflix Tinder, I would like, yeah. But, but maybe still, more on HBO Max because yeah, yeah. I trust that more than Although Netflix. their film selection is quite quite bad, I find. Well, you got the whole Warner Brothers catalog. Yeah, but what's in... Yeah. You've been exploring it? Well, unfortunately, like I started watching the new Matrix, the newest one, and just turned it off. Okay, and so I rarely last year. Yeah, so. I rarely do that, but it, it was that bad. It was just was like, it? just truly terrible, yeah. Did it ruin uh, I know. the past? I know. The Matrix, no. the first Matrix will always be a classic. And mm-hmm. then two and three, in hindsight, aren't as bad as people, you know, said. Oh, definitely not. I think. They got they got pretty slated, I think. But uh, entertaining, yeah, yeah. You could argue though that if they never made them, The Matrix One would be like a legendary all time movie. But yeah, anyway, well, I think it is. No, it is, it is. But it's solid a bit for our generation. I mean, that was oh yeah, and it's amazing. Iconic. Like standing on its own, it's amazing. But the problem is when the Wachowskis did two and three, they kind of showed their hand really, or they showed kind mm. of you could kind of see all the moving parts behind the machine a bit, and they're like, oh wow, like they they really were only just interested in making like cool action sequences and stuff like the right the matrix like as a standalone has like so many metaphorical like parallels and, and interesting like angles of analysis and has been studied academically and stuff you know and mm-hmm. it seems to have a lot going on and then two and three are just like bang 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 the, neo's gonna do some cool backflips you know yeah, like, yeah. and it, it it kind of feels like oh that was really what they were interested in all along kind of this mm-hmm. is this is the half half-baked analysis i'm aware like i haven't really it's finalized the oscillation on, on yeah. the wachowski brothers that's well, what no they longer go brothers yeah, sisters yeah. yes okay they used yeah. to be the Wach- yeah yeah okay so actually, yeah that's they, I th- maybe i thought the other way around exactly but, yeah. they have actually distanced themselves from either word sisters or brothers i think they just go by the now Wachowskis. they're just the wachowskis exactly okay. yeah. and i believe lana wachowski was involved in the new matrix movie against her will kind of or one not. of them was yeah but not both and basically almost kind of sabotaged it a bit there's a there's apparently a kind of a not too subtle in joke about being forced to make a sequel to a movie in it i wouldn't know because i didn't finish watching it mm. but you know it, apparently it was kind of like a gun to the head either you be involved in this or we're just going to make it without you kind of situation wow that's yeah. uh but there you go classic geez. hollywood blackmail Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Classic. Yeah. Do, do you think uh, your friend JK Rowling has been listening to the podcast and just stopped now that we mentioned the Wachowskis? You would have to imagine so. Because until I'm proven otherwise, I have to assume that's the case. Yeah. So sorry, Joanne. JK. <laughs> jo- because it's Joanne what? Hey. Joanne <laughs> kidding Rowling? Uh, yeah, just kidding Rowling. I, I think her middle name could be Catherine, but I don't want to... Catherine wanna, with a K. Joanne Catherine. Yeah. Perhaps. And Kira, you know what? Maybe Kira. Could well be. And it's a quick Google away. And yet here we are. Possibly. And yet here we are. Yeah, yeah. As if we didn't have internet at our exactly, fingertips. Exactly. Literally. But it's, actually uh, on that note, yeah, like I didn't know about that rabbit hole of JK Rowling mm. and her crusades against trans community and 100%. everything. Until you, you told me about yeah, it. Yeah, and totally. it was really like. It's quite shocking. Disappointing. It is. Although what's also interesting is it has led me down an interesting rabbit hole. There's a, a podcast called The Witch Trial of J.K. Rowling, oh. which is hosted by a former um, Westboro Baptist Church family member. 
Okay. So, so one of the WBC ladies who left, who was formerly a part of that troupe of like, mm-hmm. God hates, you know, everything, you know, um, massively homophobic and, and et cetera. And she left the church and has since kind of reformed and is now on a crusade against the Baptist church and, and others. Right. Okay. So she hosts this podcast and she brought J.K. Rowling on actually mm-hmm. to discuss it really in a very mature, open way, basically trying to kind of basically examine her logic and, and overturn maybe some of her logic. But Joanne does hold her own in such a way that I'm like, I totally disagree, but I at least kind of see where she's coming from now, having, okay. having heard it. I'm not saying she's right. In fact, I think she's wrong, but right. I kind of get it at least. But yeah, it's it's true. There's, there's basically a lot of lots to discuss there and unpack, I think. But yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting strange. how sometimes celebrities take totally random crusades on yeah. uh, on yeah. certain topics uh, out totally. of left field and and kind of uh, might tarnish or for others elevate their legacy in the, in the process. True. And I think in general, let's not ever expect celebrities to know anything about anything exactly. o- other than like acting or writing a book or you know, whatever it is yeah. that they actually are famous for. Same with sports stars. Like it, 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 when, for example, Djokovic was turned out to be a maniac with COVID and like, was, you know, <laughs> yeah. I was like massively disappointing, but I wasn't, I wasn't really a big fan of him anyway, but I was yeah. like, also no surprise because he's a bloody tennis star. You know, like he's yeah. not a scientist. He's not like a vaccine, no, no, exactly. immunologist like, or anything view but you shouldn't give that yeah. view any more weight than the, like the guy at the checkout at the supermarket exactly. i mean and actually who worded this really well when the pandemic first broke out and they were in that in between should we stop sports and everything you know for a couple weeks before they mm-hmm. ended up doing it uh klopp jürgen klopp mm-hmm. liverpool's manager was in a press conference and they're at they oh, keep yeah. asking yeah. him about it and everything and he's like why are you asking for my opinion on this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about it. Go ask some doctor. Some I'm just doing my job, and stop creating this culture. He was telling to mm-hmm. the people in the press conference room, the journalist, this culture where the opinion of a celebrity matters on something that's actually super important and requires very in-depth scientific knowledge. Exactly. And yet here we are. I mean, we're at the drop of a hat. We'll be like, oh, a person said X, so yeah. we should all, you know, exactly. so for some reason, really buy their opinion on everything, and then are shocked. And appalled when it turns out they're anti-vax or they're you know completely stupid about a particular topic but so all jk rowling mm. novak Djokovic, and jürgen klopp since we've mentioned these three yeah and, and the wakowskis okay wow, both of them going all in all right yeah. yeah who of those do you think is likeliest to adopt your approach of steaming your shirt for one hour uh with the hotel shower i would say novak probably does that every single time does no, he no, wear button shirts to well, play tennis? No, it? I'm saying like, say he travels for work and he gets invited to speak at some conference. Yeah, or whatever. some endorsement again, deal. As I say, like anyone who has any sort of actual money is getting their shirts, like obviously delivered to them the morning of and it's fully immaculately pressed, right? So I don't know. I think that your question precludes a level of poverty that these people will never experience. You know? Some people are very particular about certain things though. Maybe yeah. not necessarily with ironing, but you know, with making their own breakfast yeah. every morning, even though they have yeah, a private yeah. chef or whatever. Love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always a fan when I hear a celebrity who's actually down to earth. You we know? never know if it's true or just myth building, right? As, or PR on yeah, their, like their yeah. own publicist put that out. Like, like the classic uh, yeah. every CEO that wakes up at three in the morning to get a three hour workout in before yeah. taking the first meeting. Like, exactly. Mm, and also, every day, really? Yeah. Hmm. There's also, I heard a podcast of a guy who I won't, I won't name in shame, but he's like one of these, you know, inspirational book writer speakers. And he says on his, on this podcast that he wakes up and does two hours of meditation every day. So an hour when he wakes up of meditation and then, and then, yeah, and another hour 
at, in the evening. And he's like, oh, I would never, I could never stop. I mean, it's so important to me. But I'm just like, no, sorry. Like, there's no way. I, there's just no way. Every day, two hours. That's And like intense. sitting in silence for an hour and then another hour in the evening. I would literally go mad. Like I can I, barely get to 15 minutes. Like 10 minutes. I'm like, like, that's plenty now. That's yeah. plenty. And yeah. I'm, and I, not that I don't feel the benefits or whatever, but two hours? No. I was just like, there's no way. So, yeah, I can't disprove this, you know. Who was this? Tony Robbins? I, I, I don't want to. After his cold plunge? I'll show you after. Because I just, I, I never feel good like naming and shaming, you okay. know, a specific. Some of our colleagues. Some of our colleagues. Yeah. Exactly. I'll show you after. But, uh that kind of stuff I have about. I like this getting up at 4 a.m., hit the gym, have a protein shake, come back. Don't forget the cold plunge. Exact cold plunge, ice bath, roll around in the snow, wake up the kids, feed the kids, go back to the gym again. It's like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. got it. Hate that. Hustle culture, it's a scam. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah. The, the myth of the everyday Superman, right? 100%. Or Superwoman, Wonder Woman. Neil, Uh-oh. we will go to a break. Let's and do And then it. we're going to come back and we're going to hear some wonder at Google reviews. But I am joined by, as always, a man who's lathered up in 50 SPF, rolling around the city in shorts today and fully caffeinated. It's Neil Fitzpatrick. I am joined by a professional accentologist. It's Neil I am joined by, it's not why, it's why, it's not what, it's what, it's Neil it's Patrick! Wow, or should I say wow? I think I might need an explanation. This is probably the first Lovely. intro where I've been fully flummoxed. After. And I'm joined by a man who routinely gives me pep talks before coming into the studio, telling me that we are pirates and how much he loves it out here in the podcast universe. It's Neil Fitzpatrick. I'm Nicola Volpi, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, also known as Harvey Wilson, coming in on a night train to record this, Neil Fitzpatrick. Uh, yeah, you see, this is what happens when you get too worked up about movies and you just start dropping names of movies. I'm joined by a man who tucked in his ankle socks into his hiking boots and worked his way up to the summit of Mount Everest for the sake of world peace. Welcome back, Neil Fitzpatrick. Joined as always by Kansas City's favorite son, it's yes. Neil Fitzpatrick. By everybody's favorite veterinarian, it's Neil Fitzpatrick. Oh. I'm Nicola Volpi and I'm joined by a man known for his pumpkin carving abilities, a man who has jump roped with Lady Gaga herself, it's Neil Fitzpatrick. Whoa. Joined by one of many Neil Fitzpatrick's. Too many. Listeners, welcome back once again, and welcome to our main postulation segment for this episode. And it is time once again to get back into the wonderful world of Google reviews. So wonderful. Exciting Delighted times. to be here again. For this. Love these. We're finding quite a lot of energy. Maybe a surprising amount of energy for this uh, for this format and this topic. And without further ado, I think it's my turn to jump into another Google review. Please, hit me with it. So before I reveal the name of this particular establishment, and it is a whopper, but I'll start with a couple of questions just to hear where you're mm-hmm. at, you know, hear your level of experience. Number, question number one, have you ever been to Australia? I have been to Australia. Whereabouts? I've been mainly in Queensland, okay. so Brisbane and up north of Brisbane, you know, kind of all the way there uh-huh. on that coast, and then also to Sydney. 
Oh, so no, no Victoria. No Victoria. No Melbourne. Nope. Didn't okay. have time. Well, I've got Big some place. news for you. That's where we're going. We're to heading, Melbourne. We're heading to Melbourne, Victoria, and I don't have a good Australian accent. I, I don't think it's just so different from it is your accent. Very different. But that was almost New Zealand. That they're actually very. But the uh, Kiwis. Exactly. I, I commonly mix these accents up, and I, I think I'll try and avoid doing the accent too much here, just you know, yeah. for the sake of uh, the listeners' just ears. Go natural. Exactly. Uh, so we're going to to Melbourne, and we're going to a shopping centre called Queen Victoria Village, which uh, is a small collection of shops on the corner of Swanston and Lonsdale Street in Melbourne. Oh wow! Okay. So all of our Melbourne listeners can can immediately remember it and find it. I'm sure. Please do. And we're going to an establishment that I personally have a problem with in general. But I want to hear your take on this. Do you ever go to places that call themselves shoe repair shops? Um, no, I do not. I do not go to shoe repair shops. Because exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm a bit the same. And the reason is because I believe that shoe repair shops are a little bit too ambitious for their own good. Because okay. in general, what they offer is shoe repair. But they also generally offer key cutting. And they yeah, offer watch repair. Yeah. And they offer knife sharpening. Yeah. And that's the case with this one that I'm about to mention. And I think that's a foolhardy approach. <laughs> that is a jack of all trades, master of none approach. And I don't like it. Well, it's the trades that I guess nobody else wanted to specialize yeah. in. You put the four together, right? It's like the and all others category, you know? Yeah. But it's then these things don't have a, like a, a an ability overlap. Like mm. you don't see swat, like Rolex, you know, being like here are our watches and here is our shoe repair department. It's like, you know. And our key copier. Exactly. They, they're like, pick a lane, you know, and they stick to it. So I, don't, I disagree fundamentally with the concept here, mm. which is like, hey, if you need these four specific things done, I'm your guy, you know. Like just, uh, well, any of these four specific things. Yeah, but yeah. It's, like, it's like, you know, three-in-one shampoo where it's like, right. surely if you're is both. Is it really? Well, it's like <laughs> if you're both a body wash and a shampoo and a face cleanser, mm. you're probably not the best at any of those three things because you're just, the, the Venn diagram is like too, yeah. there's too much. You're just so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then it's like, well, then I don't trust you, you know. Yeah. And it's a bit the same with these. Come so, to think of it, I had very bad advice about repairing a pair of shoes from a locksmith. So, there you go. There yeah, you go. exactly. Yeah. And again, I don't. I have nothing, nothing against locksmiths whose sole job is being a locksmith. Because I'm right. like, wow, you must be pretty good at it, you know? Cool you can job. make a living off it, yeah. you know? These places I have a problem with. So that's the level of superstition or suspicion, I suppose, that I had approaching this industry okay. in general. Some preconceived notions. I did. And it was kind of confirmed a bit by, <laughs> by my reviews of Mr. Minute in Queen Victoria Village, Melbourne. Now, Mr. Minute... Minute spelled M-I-N-I-T, a little bit, uh, yeah. Thanks for clarifying. Yeah, just to be clear. is apparently a chain, but this particular mm. outlet of Mr. Minute, mm -hmm. the one in Melbourne, has some pretty problematic reviews. Okay. So I think and it's what, within a shopping center. That's like a is. shopping mall, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think what's happened here, fully putting my cards on the table here, I think this particular Mr. Minute has a rogue uh, locksmith slash shoe repairman slash knife sharpener because... Across the reviews, and he has many, many one-star mm. reviews, each of those tasks has been reviewed at one star. <laughs> so, like, oh, he God. has managed to garnish, garner a one-star for all of the above activities that I just mentioned. Not just one. Which also leads me to believe that, one, this guy is a little bit uh, arrogant in his own abilities, mm. and two, not qualified to do any of them, actually. But consistent. At least he's consistent. Yeah. So I'll, I'll start with a short one from a guy called Michael Jordan. It's a one star. <laughs> Not that Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan. Although I can't... Well, there's two of them. Well, yeah, but I can't confirm either, actually. It's neither Michael B. nor Michael... Uh, Jordan. Chicago Bulls, yeah. However, um, what Michael Jordan, who has 13 reviews, says is... Not being harsh here, but no matter what, switch to caps lock, do not cut your keys there. 
they have no idea how to cut it at all. If I could give zero star, I would. And this is a very common phrase I've noticed mm. in, the, uh, in the Google review world. To the owner, it's your business. You should be involved or be responsible when hiring staff. And the reason Michael Jordan mm. says that, and I think it's, it's a very fair point, <laughs> is because, because uh, Mr. Minute re- replies to every single review every single one customer service but they pass the book every single time so Mm. in each review they're like oh my god i'm devastated to hear that i'll have to talk to the owner of that uh you know crafty fella exactly so i don't know if it's him or if it is actually set head office Mm. doing this but in every single time he's like we hold our team to a high regard and i'm very sorry to hear that Mm -hmm. so stella from customer care as she signs it off is passing the book every single time not taking ownership and that i think the reviewers have a problem with too Mm. so key cutting it's a no Watch batteries. Eric Desmond, awesome. two years ago, went to change a watch battery and fix the strap with a new pin. This is actually a bit funny, the, the mental image here. Two employees took 45 minutes to get it done right. One employee was instructing the other like he was a slave and good for nothing. The guy instructing, who seemed to know everything, was the one who put the wrong pin in the watch and it wouldn't snap back. If only he bothered to test it before. While my watch, and I also have a problem with this, I don't like when the one-star reviews Talk about someone else's experience as part of their you, one you, star. You've said that before. That's the, unethical. Yeah. Talk about unethical. You know, we talked about showers earlier, but that's unethical. Uh, so he says, while my watch was being done, a couple came to complain about their car remote not working. And yes, this place also purports to fix car remotes. Car remote, like, like a garage door opener. That's it, yeah, like the one okay. to open your car. They, oh, like they the, say they on can, the keys. Yeah, okay. they say yeah. they can fix that, or they say they do. Uh, it was worked on, and they were sent away to test it, and they came back again saying it's not working. Another chat between the expert and the apprentice, and they still couldn't get it done. So Eric like, is not only devastated with his watch adjustment fundamentally being done wrong, but he's also tagging on the other people's bad experience and saying, well, you know, it's definitely a one star. Mm. Again, Mr. Minute responds Stepping and goes... Stepping out of line, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little, stay in your lane, Eric, no offense. But he, you know... Uh, again they come back saying oh my god we're so sorry um and then actually in this case they throw back a little bit and they say um and understand that there are always two sides to every story Hmm. Mm. Uh, we would like an opportunity to talk to you blah 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 but that was mr minute sowing the seeds of doubt for those reading the review saying well maybe there's more to this more Mm -hmm. to this tale than Mm -hmm. than meets the eye for this one star review exactly so now sorry i'm flying through these but i think it's important that we cover the bases so key cutting it's a no watch repair it's a no and uh car key repair is a no knife sharpening dorothy has gone in this was dorothy's only review and she includes a picture which i'll have to show you but uh, short, short and sweet, went for sharpen my knife. I guess she means went to sharpen my knife and got really bad luck instead. Dorothy, Ooh. maybe not an English native English speaker, but uh, they sharpened both sides of my single bevel knife and they basically <laughs> no, ruined my no, knife. No. Now, I'm not a professional knife sharpener, but I'm pretty sure that's a no-no in the knife sharpening They sharpened world. the handle of the knife as no, well? No, like as in the blade would have oh, had one no. sharp side and they were like, yeah, sure, well, sharpen this, no problem. Sharpened both sides. So oh, it no. eroded whatever the other side was, which was probably just dull, right. and turned that into a knife as well. Which makes uh, it not a knife anymore indeed so what dorothy rightly says is don't say that you guys specialize in knife sharpening when you guys make that rookie mistake and then dorothy in a moment of kind of pathos or, or maybe self-reflection writes in her review how dumb am i to let you sharpen my knife very not recommended downwards thumb okay so i almost feel worse for dorothy here because she's clearly having some self-doubt she's asking yeah, there's like, some how, self-awareness how dumb am i for doing it? and <laughs> and it's a fair question i suppose uh, no, they can't really do anything right. So three hits, three three times at bat, and three swing and a miss here for uh, 
for Mr. Minute Queen And this Victoria. is a chain. This is a chain, but this is one outlet of that chain. Yeah, but so still. You would think you know, it's like when yeah. you go to the Hilton, you expect the Hilton. You know, right. like they're paying. Yeah, he's he's I guess paying some kind of franchise fee, yeah. whatever that or is. Or if you go to a McDonald's, you expect yeah. the the cheese to be put on top of the yeah. the patty or, to be I under mean, the bread, not on yeah, top of it. Like exactly. for example, this this if this was a McDonald's, you would be getting like two slices of cheese with a bread in between them. That's what you'd be They'd getting. They'd shut them down. Exactly. It's pretty quick, you would think, with all these one-star reviews. Uh, sorry, we're nearly there because yeah, the, last, the last service that we haven't mentioned is the, is the mainline service, which is the shoe repair. It's not looking good for shoe repair either. So that's so, their, their workhorse. That's the cornerstone of the business. Yeah, I think so. Because uh, in, in this industry, right, it is always like you call them a shoe repair or a cobbler, right? And a cobbler tends to offer also key cutting and like right. all these other services, watch repair, you know? So I think if you, at least if you can't do all those other things, maybe they're good at shoes at least. Okay. But I'm sorry to say... <laughs> That's not that's not the kind of businesses we feature here on on Lost in Postulation. And this is a five for five swing and a miss because Jazbeer Daliwal, eleven months ago, had a pretty rough time with issues. So uh, I'm very disappointed with the service. He glued the sole and replaced the heel for forty five dollars, by the way. So mm-hmm. pretty pricey. Unfortunately, the shoes are tight as he had taken more leather in when gluing the sole. He refused oh. to admit his mistake and apologized without rectifying it. So not a brilliant apology there where you're like, he didn't really repair the shoe. He actually damaged it. He made it worse and made it unwearable. And then was like, yeah, sorry. And the guy's like, can you fix that? Absolutely not. Uh, When I suggested a shoe stretcher. So Jasbir even has, is a solution oriented guy and has a solution in mind. Got all the gadgets. A shoe stretcher, which by the way, I've never actually heard of what that. I I can't even picture that. Exactly. I'd love to know what that looks like actually. Uh, So when I suggested a shoe stretcher, he admitted to not having a boot stretcher, but Mm. could try on a normal stretcher, but was sure that it would not work. And still asked for $20. So he's basically saying, I can maybe fix it for $20, but it definitely won't work. Anyway. Okay. So Jasbir sums it up here by saying, it's not about the money, right? So maybe Jasbir is a wealthy guy. He's not, he's not too worried. Philosophical as well. But rather the lack of professionalism that was shown. Mm. I would not recommend this shop to anyone. I had come to this shop years ago for another boot repair and the same thing happened. <laughs> but the person in charge was honest enough to admit his mistake and rectified it by using using the shoe stretcher. So sorry again a bit on Jasbir here that like his only other experience with this place was negative. Yeah. With a one specific problem that they did, weren't able to solve. And now he has come back and experienced the exact same problem again. Now I have I have a little bit of sympathy, but not much for Jasbir here. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over, over and, over, and again over again and expecting different results. Yeah. So, you know, fool me once, as as the great George W. Bush said. As he did. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice fool me twice well fool me once you're not going to fool me again as the great george that's the, that's as direct a quote as i can remember from his uh, famous there was uh, something also of the fool me once shame on me fool me twice shame on you yeah no yeah. He, yeah. He, he he but he like took, he took <laughs> totally the longest circuitous yeah. route together um <laughs> So, and then Jasbir, preempting perhaps my criticism, says, the only reason I returned to this shop, despite being offered a much lower price elsewhere, was because the last time it went wrong, they were a bit more, you know, understanding mm-hmm. and more professionalism. So, unfortunately, Jasbir has, uh, has sworn off Mr. Minute forever. Mr. Minute. I mean, I'm always fascinated by these. It actually takes me back to when we went to Charleston, South Carolina, yeah. to the $2.99 cleaner, mm-hmm. where you're clearly offering a service, in this case, four, but there is not 
any evidence of actual capabilities exactly. to be able to fulfill these services, which leads me always to, is this a front for something? And if so, what could that be? I guess money laundering is the is where your mind goes first and foremost, mm. especially with these services where there's no evidence, right? Where it's like right. shoe repair, you know? It's like, oh, we show like if the auditor comes in, it's like, show me the shoes you repaired. Well, they're, they're gone, you know? Yeah. Like, show me the glue you use. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's there. The receipts yeah. are here, you know? Uh, fair enough. But this is part of a chain. That's the only thing. Like, Mr. Minute has an Australian website and it's like, find stores, you know? Like, you know, so they have... Okay. So that's the only thing that makes me think, okay, maybe this is actually legit. Right. I think what, what's likely in this case is they have a franchise basically where like we said earlier you know anyone can be a mr minute if they pay a certain fee mm. and they're just extremely lax in who they let do it yeah and but this is, is it something that you'd gain something from being a franchisee of an unheard of brand i think or is it a legitimate you know brand with credibility that's the one for the australian listeners i wonder yeah. can any australian listener confirm that mr minute is a thing that they would know say unprompted recall you know if if, mr. Minute. if they hear mr minute do they go oh yeah the, the shoe repair Oh, yeah, the shoe repairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know them, mate. Yeah, yeah, they're good. Um, if that's the case, then I will, you know, I'll okay. change my tune, right? But long, long, like, and by the way, this was scratching the surface. For each of those, I could find like five more, basically. It is uh, dire. So if nothing else, I would like to confirm for the listener in Melbourne not to go to Mr. Minute. And the issue is you can't even bring in a management consultant to look at this and say, hey, you know what? you're really good at the shoe repair part, yeah. give up the rest, go full niche, you'll be much more successful, you'll be able to charge higher prices, whatever. You can't even do that because they're incapable, it sounds like. Yeah, this is uh, what in the business is probably referred to as a shut this down immediately kind of business and uh, cut your losses, move on, go get another job. But uh, I mean, you have children's lemonade stands that are much more successful in this. their SWOT analysis would be would paint a rosier picture of the potential <laughs> growth yeah 100 absolutely unreal so next time we're in melbourne victoria australia i mean next time I'm in queen victoria shopping center i will probably swing by mr minute and just see how Got business to. if business is booming or yeah. what you know and to the listeners in australia in victoria i mean we don't expect you to make the trip all the way down from queensland or whatever well, if you have time i mean but if it's a national chain wherever you are in australia well, yeah give us a shout but i wouldn't be surprised if the other mr minutes are good it's just this one in particular right. is a rogue uh, mr minute you know a rogue mr minute yeah. yeah what if he doesn't even have permission to be using that brand well that would be shocking that would that would be disgusting yeah. because stella stella from customer <laughs> that service would be disgusting yeah, yeah. Outrageous. No, because Stella from customer service is replying to all these reviews, you know? So I'm Stella, sure yeah. Stella probably actually knows exactly what's going on. And she's mm. like, oh, he's done it again. The app. Mm. Like, you know, yeah. she's probably talking to her gang, like in head office being like, guess who just got another one star review? You know? Okay. So you think Stella is. She's in head is, office. Is in yeah. corporate yeah, yeah, here. Yeah, for sure. Okay. She's in Sydney, I guess, where yeah. Mr. Minute have their Minute Towers. Global that's that's where their global headquarters yeah. is at. Yeah. 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 Wow. Okay. Mr. Minute. I mean, yeah, but it is fascinating. There must be something there about why these guys are quote-unquote jacks of all trades because yeah. wherever you go the guy that makes the copy of your key does also offer shoe repair it's, that's it's a fact there's loads of them here there's lo yeah. like i've seen i walked by a few today probably yeah it's very very strange although yeah i've had actually mainly positive experiences with them i've had mm -hmm. i had like some keys cut before where it's like oh yeah they is there historic reasons from when people were blacksmiths Maybe actually, Potentially. yeah. I think shoes used to be more involving nails. You know, like they, they well, was, definitely. like boots had like proper yeah. hardware to the them. The sole was nailed in, right? Exactly. Still on some really nice dress yeah. shoes. Exactly, and it's a bit like how barbers used to be surgeons as well. You know, like mm. there is there is a divergence. Wait, yeah, yeah. Like barbers used to be head and neck surgeons, like 
Mm. Or uh, they they would well, do medicine. Dent- also used to be not yeah. very advanced at exactly. all. Right? This is the thing. So, yeah. so if you had a toothache, you'd go to your barber and he'd yank that thing straight out. You know, Ooh, just because they had the tool. Exactly. Well, they, oh, they, yeah. they have the chair, and it's like once you're in that chair, they'll do whatever you want. Like tilt uh, back. Yeah. They will like it's mostly like any head or or teeth or dental dentistry kind of surgery. Wow. But yeah, barbers used to be uh, jacks of all trades, just like this. You know. Yeah. And then I guess the point was, it turned out they were better at cutting hair than anything else, and then they you know stuck to that. Wow. Yeah. That's fascinating. There you go. Maybe we'll do a deep dive of barbering. Uh, I think we've already started it last exactly. episode, yeah, right? True. With Jeff Can, and the guys two, down in Tribeca. Two so. episodes in a row, yeah, yeah. So much comes back to barbers. Always. It all comes back Always. to barbers. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, Neil, I'll tell you what doesn't come back to barbers, mm. but takes us to Birmingham. Oh, The nice. second largest city in the UK. The second city. Often overlooked. Uh, very often overlooked. Yeah, I can <laughs> almost tell you. always. Are you a big fan of Birmingham? Literally, never been there in my life. Yeah, me but... neither. But you know, conceptually, oh, conceptually, a huge fan. Yeah, yeah. I know. I think I flew out of their airport once coming well, back. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. There's my yeah. whole uh, experience of Birmingham. You land yeah. on the Birmingham side of the Birmingham London rivalry. Yeah, I. You know my take on London. I'm. I'm not a huge London I know. fan. Yeah, I yeah. know. That's why I asked. <laughs> exactly. Know? So we're going to your beloved UK. Let's do it. Um, and more specifically, we're going a bit north of Birmingham. In West Bromwich, oh, this, nice. this region called Black Country, right? Where oh, yeah. you have Wolverhampton yeah, and West Bromwich. The Black Country. Very close to the stadium of West Bromwich Albion. So Indeed. big shout out to our guys Huge. down there in the championship. Love uh, that. All the best for next season. Fingers crossed they make it back. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Back again. Yeah. Uh, so the Warley Superstore. Warley. Warley. How do you spell War, that? War as in war that you fight. Okay. L-E-Y. Oh, Warley. Superstore. Warley. Okay. Now cool. try it in a Birmingham accent. What's the is the Birmingham? Is that like North England, like Warley? Ah, uh, it's a bit in between Manchester. And is it more south, like Warley? No, that's, no, no, that's no, too south. Too south. Warley. I reckon it's like that. Warley. Yeah, a bit northwestish, but it's not quite a bit Yorkshire, softer. but a bit before. I don't and know. then you're northeast. Uh, I see, I'm all over the place. I'm yeah. all over the map. Well, here. it's a narrow island. If so I could just hear an example, I would, I would Im- imitate that. But yeah, uh, here we are. As a professional accentologist, you need indeed. to be prompted. Exactly. Exactly. So. It's a local store, right? It's not your Tesco or Sainsbury's, you know, yeah, one of your favorites. Yeah, not a chain store. No, not a chain. Yeah. It's a local store, but it's quite a big supermarket in a way. So mm. it's one of these rare breeds that have actually kind of survived thanks to the patronage of their their neighborhood uh, followings. Sure. Their average rating is a 3.9 on a significant Ooh, amount of ratings. Ouch. And there seem to be quite a few different issues. So I'm going to hit you with a few of these and, and let's see where we get. Sure. First review from Faye Cutler, one star. We were excited to discover this store on our doorstep as it seemed to have a great range of goods. On my husband's second visit, he was told not to come back because he'd spent too long in the store. Oh, man. Bizarre. Yeah. He spent a while trying to find what he wanted before purchasing over 30 pounds of goods and leaving. Not sure why this was a problem. Surely browsing is part of the customer experience, question mark. As it was only his second visit, he still didn't know where things were. Perhaps offering assistance might be a better tack than a ban, exclamation point. Clearly, we won't be going back now. No. But we have been upset and baffled, baffled, Neil. I'm I'm equally baffled. By the whole thing and are really disappointed. I'm really baffled and a bit disappointed. But uh, this is a, a classic review where you're like, there's definitely more to this than meets the eye. You know? So 10 have found this helpful, yeah. which is significant. There's been a reply. Okay, cool, from, cool. Oh, great. Okay. From the team over at, uh, yeah, at the Warley, Warley. Superstore. Yeah. Good evening. Sorry oh. to hear about your experience in store. Good evening. 
Customers typically do tend to spend anywhere between five minutes to an hour to shop in store. Uh-huh. He's got all his data behind this, you know, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. However, customers are not allowed to take goods from inside to outside of the premises without paying. Yeah. And that to via the entrance door. There are mm. shopping baskets and trolleys provided. We strictly prohibit the use of your own bags to carry our goods around while still shopping. You can use them once you have purchased the goods at the checkout. Yeah. We do not have any reason to say to our customers, do not come back or ban them for no obvious reason. Mm-hmm. We have staff on site. If customers need assistance, they're there to assist. Mm. So not really saying whether the ban actually happened or not, but kind of mm. passively indicating yeah, that yeah, Faye's husband else. might be a shoplifter. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. They really muddied the waters here. So my first reaction, which has been confirmed, is when you get a one star, when it's just too bad to be true, it's, it is too bad to be true, right? Mm-hmm. Imagine like, my, my very quick summary of this review is, I went in and acted totally normal and they told me to never come back, you know? Like... Obviously, that didn't happen. That's, and it's that's, secondhand, right? It's yeah, his yeah. wife reviewing for him. She that's wasn't the other even thing. there. So Chinese whispers as well, right? So say the husband stole a few things, right? And then uh, he was told never to come back. He comes home to the wife and he goes, oh, you'll never guess what happened down in Worley. Oh, I was, I was acting. So I just, I hung around a bit and they said, never come back. Oh, it was horrible. And then she jumps on Google and it's like, oh my God, my husband was told. Like, you know, yeah. this, uh, yeah, there, there's mm, a few okay. questions here. Now, do, do I think this man was shoplifting? Probably not. I think potentially there's something about like i don't know he he's in past a comment that uh, the owner didn't like or that him and the owner got into something like i don't know something there's something else here that i don't i don't think has been documented by either side the owner has fired back a kind of a scattershot of statistics and information you know like yeah. five minutes to an hour so i think his implication was the guy stayed longer than an hour first of all right and I think the guy was a little scattered and like left the store and came back and, you know, blah, 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 like all over the place. So I think probably the owner was a bit suspicious and was like, yeah, just get out of here, man. But apparently in the review, yeah. the the guy spent an hour, he spent a while trying to find what he wanted mm. before purchasing over 30 pounds of goods and leaving. But 30 so pounds when, is not that when much. did the ban come into place if yeah, he actually know. bought stuff? Yeah, exactly. And uh, like, how did that go so smoothly that he was mm. able, after all this hubbub, right. you know, he was yeah. able to buy over 30 pounds. And sorry, over 30 pounds is not a lot. Like for, a, it's a grocery shop, right? Yeah. So you, like over 30 is like saying, wow, I spent over two euro on a coffee. It's like, yeah, yeah well, uh, yeah, you did. Like, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. That's what you're going to do. That just happened. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This, has, this has confused me to some extent. I'm, you know, the way we always try to say where we fall. Yeah, you know, exactly. I'm actually landing a little bit on Worley side As here. As you always yeah. tend to do. <laughs> I'm offered big, uh, big retail. Big, I don't know. No, just, no. Not local always. independent retail. Exactly. Not big retail. Oh, exactly. Local yeah. independent. Supporting, Supporting the, the local boys. West yeah. Bromwich. West Bromwich Albion for life. Uh, so, I hope there's more to this, like more reviews or something. Do we yeah, have, yeah, yeah. There's definitely more. I have more. Okay, um, okay. I think just to land on this one, what I didn't like was the feedback from Worley about how you're not allowed to put items in your own yeah. bag while shopping because I think I got into that habit at the beginning of like uh, Corona yeah, and stuff yeah. and I've stayed with it because it's just super efficient. You're right. And the only reason I would like to jump to Warley's defense again is if they're in a rough area mm. where there is a lot West of shoplifting. And I, is, yeah, maybe West Brom is actually. But Throwing them under the bus. I'm just saying if they already have a problem with shoplifting, right. I would also implement that mm. policy because the last thing I need is people hiding stuff in their shopping bag and then, you know, Coming to the till with two things and then having an empty mm. shopping bag, you know. Okay. Anyway, that's that's how I see it. 
but maybe this next review will will aid you back to okay. to some sensibility. Hmm. This is from Nye Hoke, who is a local guide with 154 reviews. Ooh, uh, proper expert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gave one star. You have increased your prices. In this crisis, the only way you, you just the letter, oh, yeah. are helping the community is by limiting purchases. Today, I saw you have hundreds of boxes of garlic and you are charging extortionate amounts. Mm-hmm. Two toilet rolls for £1.49. Let the crisis finish. Don't be surprised if your business goes downhill. Ooh. Thank you, store, for making an official statement that it's due to wholesale prices. Yeah. That's enough information, so I take it you're more than happy for your books to be investigated. <laughs> what? <laughs> it doesn't end okay. there. Yeah. And, and the accurate reflection will show when your assessment is due. I would personally look into and investigate this matter. I have collected evidence to produce to the committee. What committee? You will be yeah. hearing from us soon. And now all caps, have a nice day. Oh, that's nice. Yes. Oh. If you have not done anything illegal, then chill. If you what? have not done anything, anything illegal, illegal, then, then chill. chill. I like that. I mean, who's this guy? Can you? What's the name of the review? Nye Hoke, 154 Nye, reviews, Nye and Hoke. apparently is in touch with the audit committee. The committee of something of some kind. Nye, how do you spell Nye? N I J. N I J. Nige, maybe or Nige. Nige could I don't be know. Nige could but be. In any case, yeah, Nigel Nige Farage could be. I'll just go with Nige or or Nye. Yeah. So Nye uh, has some some gaps in his knowledge of how have how auditing and 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 yeah, what information is is available from private and companies how price increases work it, for example among yeah. many other things so i'll i'll forgive him that and i will Please. give him a bonus brownie point for at least catching himself at the end probably he re- reread it and he was like yeah it's a bit harsh actually if they're innocent so i'll uh, i'll just tag on a little ps here at the end uh, so respect for that and i'm not going to hold it against him that he doesn't quite understand one thing and i don't want to defend warley supermarket to the end or what are they called warley uh superstore right i don't want to defend warley superstore too much but the big problem with being a local player you know not part of these chains is that your negotiating power is basically zero from exactly. the wholesalers and if you say well then i'm going to delist you or stop buying the response that the, he'll get i'm sure is cool go for it you know so the only thing he can do short of selling things at a loss is this like huge markup, you know, and then come what may, like see, see how the cards fall out. But like, right. that's the problem with not being part of a massive conglomerate and consumers in your store should also recognize that, I think. So I don't know, you, can, you, said, you said this was going to bring me back a little bit uh, into the middle of the aisle, but I'm still... It hasn't, okay. I'm sitting on Worley's well, side. Maybe here. we should hear Mr. and Mrs. Worley's uh, reply oh, to this. Nice. I love how they're reply. avid repliers. Okay. Hi, Nye, Nige, whatever. yeah. yeah. Thank you for your review, and thank you for wishing me a lovely future. Eh, Nigel would debate. Nigel would debate. Have a nice uh, day. You oh, know? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. a lovely future is probably beyond what he was intending. But yeah, yeah. well, uh, I think there's some uh, language barriers throughout uh, these. Okay, uh, okay. Potentially. Fair, fair. If you had seen hundreds of boxes of garlic, what does that mean? <laughs> I got it for free. Yeah, there is a shortage of everything. People need to understand. I don't get what else needs to be spelt out. Mm-hmm. Did you find toilet rolls anywhere else? We were out of toilet rolls for a couple of days now, and we just managed to get some at any cost. So what does that mean? If we are struggling and trying to find stock for our customers, instead of being grateful, we just get rude comments. Mm-hmm. The crisis is in nobody's hands. We have taken off our, all caps, own special offers 
And now everyone's complaining because nobody wants to pay RRP, recommended retail pricing, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. from some past experiences in the industry. <laughs> yeah. Everyone wants items for cheap. Uh-huh. Well, listen to the news and you will be filled in. Thank yeah. you for your review and all the best in life. X, like kiss oh. or hug, right? Wow. Do not worry. We are chilling and our books are open to the HMRC, Her Majesty's Royal... Revenue Commission, I think. Yeah, yeah. Revenue Commission. Yeah. Thank you for worrying about us. <laughs> oh, that's so fast progressive. Prepared, though. Yeah. He's done his homework. Yeah. Or she... Thank you for worrying about us. I mean, yeah, I like how they look on the bright side of it. And uh, the only thing you can say here is... throws out RRP. Yeah, exactly. This this response could either be the response of a fully innocent and very frustrated uh, retailer, or it could also equally be the response of an unethical, greedflationary, uh, like massive price inflating, taking advantage of the crisis uh, retailer. Both, both replies or both situations would, would mm. uh, produce a similar reply. So I feel like I'm not in a place to actually call it, you know, have they just priced like crazy? I do know that if this review was from like 2021 or 2020, especially early or mid-2020, that was the, the, the shortage. That one was for three years ago. Yeah, yeah. so the toilet paper thing was real. Like that was, yeah. you could not get it for love nor money. Yeah. And uh, yeah, people were paying 10 times above the odds for toilet paper. So I'm sorry if Nigel doesn't like that, but that was not like them who... You know, they didn't just one day wake up and say, do you know what I'll do? I'm going to 10x the price of toilet paper for no reason. You know, like, mm. of course there's like yeah. a reason. But uh, is it true to say that no retailer has taken advantage of the crisis and, you know, pumped up their prices because they see everyone else doing it and they see, you know, a way to make a quick book? Right. That's probably also the case. Yeah, we yeah. don't have that full picture. Yeah. Veering away a little bit from the pricing situation good, at Worley's, yeah. we have a review from Harpeet Core from two months ago. Mm. One star. The one star for Tillstaff, especially old... Uh, he doesn't really do punctuation. Oh, okay. Uh, especially old tall lady. She was so rude and don't know how to treat the customers. And she don't have any patience when she serves the customers. Oh, wow. Today, I'm leaving this review because my, you really need to catch your breath. There's no punctuation. Yeah. <laughs> because my family and friends had the same issue with that till staff lady. Oh. If something happened by accident, she blamed the customer instead of helping them. Hey, we got a period. Okay. Oh, nice. Oh, Good. Take a breath. Last time in front of me, that lady was serving the customer on till and the customer asked for another bag. And because when lady putting the stuff inside the bag mm. broke, customer said politely, can you double the bag, please? Mm-hmm. So the bag broke and he's like, can you double the double bag, it. please? Yeah. Or replace, I will pay for the bag if you want. So shouldn't be, that's very generous. Shouldn't be a problem. She said, if you know you have to walk, bring bags from home. She started arguing with them about giving the bag. The rest of the staff in the store, so nice, kind and gentle. But because of this lady behavior, I don't like to go there. I don't know her name. If I know, we'll definitely write her name. I don't know why she's doing this. Oh man, (laughs) it goes off the rails. Like I, I... These these reviews Personal. are yeah, but these reviews are such a, an insight into people's like yeah right like their ability to structure a thought in it like cohesive yeah. manner. And this is a great example of when someone has just kind of lost all hope in humanity towards the end. It's just like I don't know her name. If I knew her name, I'd write it. She's so bad. I don't like it. You know, it's just like you just oh, get it all out. You know, it's great. It's therapeutic. Yeah. Probably he felt better or she felt better. I don't know after uh, after writing this to write against uh, old tall lady. Maybe this is an opportunity for you to extend an olive branch to the environmentalists which you offended last week. Exactly. Anything you want to say? Um, 
I'm still formulating a reply, let's Bring say. your bags from home. Bring your goddamn, <laughs> <laughs> bring your iron if you need ironing. No, uh, that is a fair point. I, I liked, I've, I thought this person was very um, generous actually in their offer to like even pay for the replacement yeah. bag that got broken. Which like, broke. Wow. Yeah. I wouldn't have offered that. But uh, old tall lady sounds like a piece of work, I have to say. And probably is uh, probably the, the subject of many of these one star yeah. reviews, actually. Old tall lady. Exactly. Old tall lady. At the till. I want to round things out with this one because uh, we got another reply. Yeah, exactly. That's what, yeah. Uh, so this is very intriguing. This is a review from Angela Guman. Uh-huh. One star. Starts with absolutely disgusting exclamation Ooh. point. Charging double the price on your eggs and charging more than double on other products. Mm-hmm. We are going through a pandemic and people like yourselves think it's okay to use this as a money-making scheme. Accusations flying mm-hmm. left and right. Wow. When asked on the till why the increase, you said that it's the gaffa that yeah. made the price increases. It's always the gaffa. The gaffa. Huh? Yeah. Robbing the elderly is disgusting. Oh. So Angela, you know, well, good for her for doing Google reviews. Yeah, right. Yeah. right. Her grandkids got her set up on elderly. the... Elderly, yeah, yeah. yeah. Love it. I have now reported you. Oh. We should all be working together at this difficult time, yet your company chooses to abuse the system. So she's appealing to their... You know, ethics here. Mm-mm. Nine found it helpful. Ugh. And then we have a reply from the Warleys. Yeah. Thank you for your review. Thank you for reporting me. I would take it up with the authorities myself. Rest assured about our prices are perfectly fine. We are not dashing out freebies anymore. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your concern. Next time, ask to speak to the manager. The checkout staff are simply doing their jobs. If you're so concerned about others, I suggest you could help out with the elderly people too, like us. Thank you. How? Oh, well, I'd, I'd he doesn't more, specify. Oh, but I, was, I, was, I was interested to hear more. Well, maybe he moonlights at a nursing home or, or something. Or huh? maybe he's just saying, like, we sell stuff to old people, so right, that's exactly. helping. Yeah. yeah, at double the price. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Warleys. Yeah, Warleys. I don't know. This is, yeah. It's kind of frustrating because, like, yeah, it, there is a legitimate like thing about the prices have they have gone up like a lot and mm-hmm. there's probably not much that the Warleys could really do about it to stay in business right but yeah. then again I just what was the stage name but I, I think yeah. Angela is talking relatively right so she's talking relative to other stores mm. probably oh. in the neighborhood oh. because she's saying Same double right? double the price but I don't think it's she walked in overnight no. and they were double than the well, day before I think she's she's potentially looking back to say a few months ago or years like, I but yeah she's like I, I bought these six eggs for you know one pound fifty <laughs> and now it's three forty you know yeah Potentially, that's what she's doing, yeah. rather than comparing to other stores. Mm. And in any case, I'm sure that versus Tesco, this place is more expensive, no matter what, because like yeah. they, they can't compete with Tesco. Yeah. I think. And it's close to the stadium. I mean, oh, I mean, on. all the fans swinging by. <laughs> I just thought it wasn't. So Angela seems to be operating with a lot of data that I don't think she has. You know, she's she's yeah. talking as if she sees their whole books, and she's like, I saw what you're doing there. And we the know prices. the Worleys are very analytical, as we've very seen analytical from previous people. replies. So. Yeah, and patience of a saint. Some of these replies, they're they're yeah. like, thank you for reporting me to the inland revenue that's uh that's great but then angela also makes a, makes a point about it's disgusting that you should take advantage of the elderly like this mm. as if they're gonna have like what age are you and then it's like oh cool you get a 20 percent discount for being right. for being old like, yeah or freebies apparently yeah, exactly apparently yeah so i don't know this i wish i had a stronger feeling of like yeah oh, this place is evil you know mm. but actually the elderly who have worked their whole lives yeah. and are probably on a pension hey. you know that sounds like so. some uh some well, french uh, yeah. vibes coming out yeah. 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 yeah wow angela from france angela from france <laughs> angelique Ella. you uh, think she likes uh being in birmingham 
think it's beyond her to change this now. Yeah. So she's like, well, here we are. I'm in, I'm a Brahmi yeah. for a Brahmi for, for life. But the, I, I think basically my, my verdict here is it's highly likely this place has done some greedflation along the way, mm. falling on tough times, seeing what they can get away with and then working backwards from there. Right. And I think they've been called out for it. However, I also think there's a chance that they have kind of just tried to cover costs and they've been slated by the reviews. Well, we'll see what the audit committee says. Well, we sure will. This, yeah. uh, this apparently existing committee that audits uh, private companies if they're yeah, charging too much. All over the UK. Well, it All must over. exist, right? Um, I don't know, does it? I mean, like, the, if, say you're a store in the middle of nowhere somewhere. Yeah. yeah you know, with nothing within a 30 kilometer radius yeah. and then you're tripling the price on things. Yeah. Surely there's some control on that, no? I mean, in, not to be like a rampant capitalist, but like surely, <laughs> surely then that's, an, unless there's barriers to entry, that would be a perfect example of where a competitor could open and massively undercut, and undercut. you know, even though you say there's nothing for 30 miles, like if there's right. one, there's, there can be two, you know, that mm. is my, is my feeling. Okay. Look so at you. unless there's barriers to entry, as we learned from our economics 101, you know, yeah, my then, reporter. exactly. Then you got a monopoly and then you've got, uh, yeah, price inflation or, or abusing or cartels even potentially. You're abusing. Yeah. But yeah. within, within the, the European commission would say you are abusing a dominant position. So it's exactly. not just about being a monopoly. It's yeah. about what you do with that monopoly power. That's true. And if within those 30 kilometers, you're considered a monopoly, yeah, if yeah. that's how they define. And there then, are laws against yeah. that. Anything anti-competitive like that. Yes, there are laws. Yeah. I would just say that Worley in this case, <laughs> There's nothing stopping, you know, me to open Neil's mega supermarket in Worley as well. Mm. And I could hopefully undercut these guys on price if they were, you know, going crazy on, on the on the margins. You consider? I'm strongly considering it, actually. I think you should. Yeah. I think you should. And then you can also offer shoe repair services on the side. Plus key cutting, yeah. plus uh, car remote repairs and all sorts. There you go. I'm well, up for that. Neil. Well, on that note. a wonderful journey. We've been to Victoria. We've been to Birmingham. We've discussed Netflix and ideas to improve the recommendation algorithm and you are off on holidays yes i am bad news for the avid listener who likes getting their episodes once a week but great news for me i'm heading off to uh, the other side of the world tomorrow funny enough it's it's exactly where we mentioned in an earlier episode where we postulated about solving the chris rock will smith saga i'm going to singapore changi uh, as He's of tomorrow doing it. so if i run into to those lads over there then uh, maybe i will solve the spat once and for all overdue otherwise i'll just have a nice time in Singapore and Bali, but uh, that is the plan. Absolutely. Well, enjoy that. And listeners, we will be back with episodes over the next couple of weeks. We're going to do some mashups and stuff uh, just without Neil. And, uh, you know, won't be the same, but uh, yeah. guys got to do what a guy's got to do. It may even be better, but regardless, hope, uh, hope <laughs> you enjoy. And uh, I'll be back ASAP, of course, to postulate again. But in the meantime, farewell, dear listener. Take care.